Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1064. If you see something, you think it's a good idea, go for it. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Chris Muller. Hey, Chris, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I'm excited. Let's get going. This is going to be fun. All right. Chris Muller is a serial entrepreneur who enjoys creative writing and lives in Southbury, Connecticut. He just launched Pit Fund, a social funding and marketplace platform built exclusively for the racing community. Pit Fund allows racers, teams, tracks, the media, manufacturers, and fans to connect and support each other. Pit Fund is also race vehicle and geography agnostic. It's a free sign up. You can be social and you can get your racing goals funded. So, Chris, I've told our listeners just a little tiny bit about you. Would you take a brief moment, share a little bit more about your career and a very obvious passion for automobiles and racing? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Serial entrepreneur, I've started companies. I've Closed companies, you know, sold them, lost them, what have you, but uh, always been looking to be my own boss. Also, on the side, I do a little bit of writing. I do some creative writing. So back in 2012, I was asked by a country music upstart channel out west called Country Now to come up with some content for them. And I thought my best friend, Tommy Ryan, used to race late models at Orange County Fair uh, Speedway in New York State. I said, well, dirt track racing sounds like uh, an idea that might be interesting. So I spent that summer pretty much up and down the East Coast going through pits and talking to racers, track owners, promoters, photographers, anyone in and around racing. And a couple things struck me. One, money. It was always a money issue. You know, I'd, I'd hear things like, hey, those uh, that carburetor over there, that, that should be next month's rent. Or I lose to that guy down the way because I buy his used tire. You know, there was always that pain, but the second part of it, there was always a passion. There was always a, a drive for racers to just get to the track or fans to just get to the track and, and just be in and around racing. And the third part was the amount of generosity and helpfulness that I saw in the community. Of, you know, they'll, you can bang each other into the corner uh, during your heat, but if you need a part or a tool before the main, that guy's going to be the first one to step up and help you. So that show never got picked up, never got made or anything like that, but I made a lot of great connections. So cut to, you know, last season, last spring, really, all these people I knew on social media, I was, I was seeing a lot of tracks underwater, you know, and, and growing up from, from a small family business, I said, that's a family business that is not going to make their number of the season because they're closed, you know, due to weather. And so I'm like, man, I wish there was a way to help them. And since 2012, crowdfunding has become a thing. You know, everyone knows of, of GoFundMe or Kickstarter or any of the other big players there. And they know how it works. They accept you know, um, the idea. But a lot of racers are reluctant to do a GoFundMe page because, good or bad, when you hear GoFundMe, it, it's kind of, um, you know, who's sick or what happened. or It's, it's kind of tragedy-driven. And this is no knock on the other players. It's just how they're perceived out in the world. So I said, what if a platform was created where you could give a, a platform to the community that is theirs and speak specifically to them where they can show their passion and, and dedication on a free page and then share it with people and politely ask to fuel them. We don't like to use the word funding or donations. 
it's not really a charity, you know, it's just you're fueling someone's passion. So we uh, did a lot of research and we found that the community was looking for it. We heard a lot of, wow, that can't believe that hasn't been done yet. Things like that. And uh, rolled up our sleeves and we launched a couple of days ago and we're off to the races, as they say. Well, it's awesome. It's really cool. I love everything about it. And having been a vintage racer back in the day, I know how expensive it can be and uh, what a struggle it can be. But I also know that when you're in the pits and your car breaks, all you have to do is jump on a bike and scroll around and say, I'm looking for this part. Anybody got it? Right. And somebody will right. come forward and say, here, you can have it. You can take it. I mean, I gave away a couple of gearboxes to my Lotus 18 to a guy that needed them. And, you know, it's just a wonderful thing. So we're going to learn a lot more about what you're doing with Pit Fund as we continue on your journey. But first, I want to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success. And it's a really nice way to get the inspirational tires turning or spinning or smoking here on Cars. Yeah, since we're talking about racing. So, Chris, take the wheel. Being an entrepreneur, you really have to just, you know, have a dream and follow it and listen to the naysayers, but don't, you know, take it to heart too much and keep driving towards your dream. You know, you can't hold back. If you see something, you think it's a good idea, go for it. And that quote really, really sticks with me. As far as a success mantra, this is one thing I, I live by is, you know, I want to wake up every morning and help somebody. If I can help somebody every day, that's going to make for a pretty good life. And uh, it, it's allowed me to really keep going towards getting pit fund off the ground and uh, providing this helpful platform to the racing community. Yeah, it's wonderful. You know, two great concepts there. That first one by Wayne Gretzky, I love. I wish I'd known that in high school. When it came to asking girls out on dates, I might have had a lot more dates. <laughs> That's for sure. In fact, I know I that's probably right. would have, but no, All yeah. I can say is no. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. That's right. And maybe a no today means uh, maybe tomorrow or a yes on Wednesday. You never know, but I think that's a fantastic way to go through life. You got to just take your shot. You got to give it a try. Exactly. And uh, same with Babe Ruth. I mean, I think he missed more home runs than he ever hit, but everybody remembers the home runs. They forget about all the swings and the misses. So, yeah. That's a great point. And there are no failures, only learning experiences, right? Yes. So that's how you're going to. Roll with the changes, as Ario Speedwagon would say. Yeah, there's another good one. I like that. And the other part of this that you dropped that's a huge value bomb in my mind is helping people. And I've learned after 1,064 interviews now that we are at our best as human beings. We feel the best when we are helping other people, when we, mm -hmm. uh, we are expressing gratitude for the help that we receive. I mean, those are lessons I hear over and over and over again. And it's important to realize that um, helping somebody not only helps them, but it really does help you. It may never come back to you, but it does help you inside in your psyche and just us as human beings. I think that's just the way our DNA is engineered. So two golden Absolutely. nuggets you've dropped there. Well, let's go back in time a little bit here, Chris, and talk about a story that instigated your personal passion for cars and racing. Tell me about that pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were a car guy? Yeah, you know what? That's a great question. And it's pretty vivid in my mind. I was uh, at a hockey camp in Potsdam, New York, and we went to go see um, Back to the Future had just come out, right? Back in the 80s. In mm -hmm. the moment when the uh, that Toyota 4x4 comes around on the flatbed, <laughs> I fell in love. I'm like, I want that, right? I was 15 years old and a year later, my, my grandfather passed and, and left me a couple bucks. And so, you know, when I got my license, I picked up a uh, stripped down Toyota 4x4. I mean, a basic, like I didn't even have a, a radio in it or anything like that, but I could afford it, it to go get it. And 
kind of transformed that truck over the years, you know, through high school and things into my own truck and, you know, built a suspension and changed the wheels, changed out the interior, you know, every little thing to kind of tinker around on it. That was the first car I fell in love with. First time I, I really jumped in and trying to, you know, work on, on cars by myself and with my friends and things. And quick story on that too, you know, Back then there was uh, muffler extenders, right? These chrome <laughs> muffler extenders yeah. you could yeah. you can get at the auto parts store. And of course, I put that on, and they would rust, right? Yeah. So I'm like, man, I want to change that out. And I went uh, went down, and got the new one, drove back to uh, the shop there, and I forgot to let it cool off before I tried to pull it off. Oh, <laughs> ouch! Ended up burning my hand. I did the biggest pain dance uh, around the driveway. Yeah. I'll I, never forget that pain. That uh, was excruciating. Yeah. yeah. You only touch those things once and you always remember, don't ever touch them again. So like getting out of the side of a Cobra and having those side pipes and the guy says, watch your leg. And you go, oh yeah. And then oh. you just rest your calf on that pipe and just <laughs> yes, I've put, heard about that. put a nice tattoo that. right in the back of your cap sure. Uh, sure, <laughs> of sure. the the heat shield that really doesn't shield any heat at all. <laughs> so, uh, right, right, oh my goodness. Well, not to laugh at your heat dance or your burn dance, but I've done the same thing. So been there, done that. You brought back some memories as I wring my hands and go, oh, that hurt. My fingerprints are gone. Well, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or a failure. You're a serial entrepreneur. That means your life is fraught with ups and downs, unknowns, Huge successes, maybe even some big failures. So walk us through one of those. Tell us about how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your business, in your career, in your life. Like we, I said before, you know, there are no failures, only learning experiences. And I've learned a lot, <laughs> you know, over the years. But <laughs> Perfect. One of the biggest challenges I faced in my earlier companies was the ability to outreach and, and share communication. So back before the internet and things, you started try to start a company and it was very, very challenging. One of the ways that we're really overcoming that with PitFund is through, you know, this new world of social media and podcasts like yourself. We've got some uh, online streaming shows we're going to be on and just the way to build the community through various Facebook groups or, yeah. you know, following different hashtags and things. So the biggest problem other than having enough money for a startup is just getting your message out there, you know, clearly and concisely and consistently. And yes. that is uh, if you get your social strategy down, you can really harness the power of the, these tools and, and, and make things work. Most definitely. You know, you touch on something there that is, a, I hear this over and over, and people ask me all the time, I mean, how do you do that? And how do you get that message out there when you don't have a lot of money, when you don't have a lot of, of cash or whatever to do that? What are some of the tips you might offer somebody who's facing those challenges of startups and, and trying to get them going when they don't have a lot of money? I know for me here at Cars, yeah. I mean, it's a total bootstrap deal here. It's just been consistency. Sure. My plan was put a lot of content out there consistently, never let up, mm -hmm. just keep putting it out there. And you and I talked about how when you Google some of many of my guests, uh, their names come right up to the top of the search engines because of their appearance on Cars. Yeah. So what are some of the things you might offer somebody who's out there that doesn't have a big windfall of cash or their uncle didn't leave them something or, uh, you know, what, what are some ideas you might share with them? Well, you, you nailed it with the consistency part of it. But my other the way we're going about it here is respect and being polite. So mm. you see these groups on Facebook and other social media. The last thing I want to do is to put a bad taste in their mouth by just jumping on their, their timeline or whatever. 
you know, posting a bunch of stuff without their permission. So yeah. we kind of came up with a, a, not a boilerplate, but similar to it, a message that we politely reach out to the, the admins and say, hey, here's what we're doing. All we want to do is help your community. Is it okay if we were to X or Y or Z? Yeah. And we find that people appreciate that and they're more than willing to help. It takes hustle and consistency. And, and there are shortcuts you can take by coming up with a boilerplate that's easily kind of customized to who you're speaking to in terms of audience and things, but not having to reinvent the wheel every time you want to reach out to somebody helps. So you put it on a Google Doc or something that your team can kind of copy, paste, and, and edit and get out there. That helps with time. Yes but also with volume. So, yeah. you know, little little hacks like that help you uh, get more done during, during the day. Yeah, and I think the best part of that is be genuine that you really do want to help. Yes. That's the key. You've got to be genuine because people, that sniff test will get failed really fast. People will go, what are you mm-hmm. really up to here? <laughs> this doesn't make any sure. sense to me. So, all right, well, good, good share there. Yeah, you definitely don't want to be seen as a money grabber either. You know, you, you can't, that's that's a big piece of advice. You can't have your hand out every time you you communicate. You know, add value to people's lives or add value to the groups you're trying to communicate with. I mean, if you're just buy me, buy me, buy me over and over again, they will turn you out on on that stuff. So you, you got to add value more than that. Sure, absolutely. Well, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. I'll bet you've had a mm. lot of those. <laughs> Maybe pick one that yeah. stands out when those headlights kind of illuminate a new path for you and tell us the steps you took to turn that aha into a success. I grew up in, in a blue collar family. You know, we, we were well drillers and put in pumps and tanks and things like that. And my grandfather started it himself back in 1938. And, you know, that, that's how we, we grew up working like that. And so we, I, I always saw the inner workings of a, a business and I could see the benefits and detriments of, of being your own boss. But uh, then you, you get out of college and you go take your first job and, you know, you come across some man, some good managers, some not so good managers. And it's really when you come across that manager that sees things more for themselves than for the team, that was my aha moment. Because, you know, growing up playing sports and, and things like that, you, you're a team player. That means you sacrifice for the team and you put yes. the team first. And yeah. when you see people in authority above you that don't have that mindset, that's when it really hit me that, you know what, I'm going to go out and do my own thing. And, you know, when I do have employees, that's not how I'll treat them. They're going to be treated. I've had many people work for me and I will, I don't even like to use that word. I don't say people work for me. I always say people work with me. Yes. And it's just a mindset I have and I find that it works better. But the aha moment was I did not want to be, my future to be determined by somebody that wasn't a team player. Another value bomb there for sure. I mean, it's so, so important. I worked for many years at a company where we didn't call our employees employees. They were associates, sure. fellow team players, you know, part of the team. Yeah. yeah they, they weren't uh, anything less than that. If anything, I always try to put them on a higher pedestal uh, than I was and try to help uh, help them succeed and grow as much as I could. So I like the way you think. Even here, I don't, my title on the paperwork is CEO, but I like to go as crew chief, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, exactly. We don't need to be so corporate. We, we're in the racing world. Let's kind of get down and have that ability to be, you know, humans. So. Well, and I love the concept of where you, instead of the word funded fuel, you know, same kind of thing. I mean, fuel is a funding of power. It provides that power, provides the engine what it needs to, to operate. So nicely done. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your personal 
first really special car or vehicle and maybe share a memory you have about that car? Okay, so two points I touched on earlier was the Toyota pickup 4x4 I built and my best friend Tommy Ryan, who had one himself. And we would go off-roading, you know, from time to time. Yeah. This place called the Sand Pits in uh, Bedford, New York. And back then, you know, late 80s, VHS cameras were like the size of small suitcases. <laughs> oh, right? yeah. Yeah. But we used, to, we, used to, we used to film a lot of things. And we'd, we'd go off-roading and four-wheeling and stuff. And we were ripping it up one day out in the pits. And I couldn't find them. And so I, I kind of pulled over and yelled at the top of my lungs. And he was over in the motocross section of the Sand Pits. And I was still over in the truck section. So I go over and I, I find him there and he's got his truck backed up behind a couple of whoops and then a pretty good jump. And he says, Hey, come follow me off this jump. And I looked at him, I said, I'll watch you first and then <laughs> yeah. I'll determine I'll film if you. I yeah. want to follow you. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I go, let me get the, the camera. So I got down below, you know, the jump and stuff. And sure enough, first time he took a, a run at it, the whoops were so violent that it cut his gas flow. So he stalled out. And, oh, no. <laughs> so then he backs up and he, he really hits it. And he starts, you know, clears the whoops, hits this jump. And I mean, bottom of his tires must have been six feet off the ground, if oh, not more. Oh, my right? gosh. Yeah. And he bounced. Right. And then bounce and then bounce. And then the last bounce was into this little sapling on the front right corner. Uh, yeah. Right corner panel of his truck. Yeah. And he stopped. The camera on his face was priceless. Right. <laughs> and I said, you know, you hear me say on the, on the tape is, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, you did a good job there. I'll just leave it to yeah. you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Off-road accidents. Boy, I, yeah, well, we know nowadays YouTube is filled with them. Just, um, you know. For sure. Yeah. Crazy sure. things yeah. people do in cars. Boy, dangerous stuff, too. So. Yeah, we should probably dig that out and get it up on some kind of you know, yes. four-wheel fails. I think so. Yeah. Could go right. viral. I don't, know. I, I don't know if you'd give me that tape. Probably told me you taped over it or something. <laughs> probably so. How about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle you've let go that you really wish you had back in your garage? Is it that same truck? Yeah, that one was good. The time was right for for to let that go. But just recently, I had a Jeep Wrangler that I loved. Mm-hmm. It was perfect and, and not a not a scratch on it, and really clean inside. You know, drove nice and things. But Jeeps being Jeeps, the frame was rotting like crazy out yeah. from under me. It was time to you know do something with it. So found a mechanic guy up in Massachusetts who took it off my hands and he was able to kind of rebuild the frame and cut it and make it safe again. But I'm okay with a wrench, but I'm not a mechanic by any means and nor could I repair a frame. So mm-hmm. I had to let that go. Truth be told, I bought it for one price and sold it for more than that uh, two years later, which was cool. Score! But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I wish I had that back and hope to have another Wrangler in my future. Oh, I'm sure there's a few of them out there just waiting with your name on them. Well, I would love for you to share with our audience a lot more about Pit Fund here. Kind of walk through how this whole thing works. If I'm interested in helping people, what do I do? If I'm someone that needs help, I want to go racing, what do I do? So kind of walk us through the whole process. Yeah, so so great. Anybody can sign up for a Pit Fund page. Anyone from a racer to a team to a track to uh, podcasters, anybody you know that is passionate about racing, even fans, uh, we want to give people the ability to build out a page for free that looks a lot like other social media where you can demonstrate, you know, your passion for racing through pictures and updates and things like that. And on benefit, there's a funding capability. So if you wanted to start a funding goal, it's right there for you. You don't have to, you know, we'd love you to be part of the community any way we can get you. And then if you need a funding 
or fueling uh, goal down the road, it's there for you. So easily signed up takes two seconds. You know, you pick a handle to be identified by there and, and just start loading it up with pictures and updates and things. And, you know, then it's for any kind of racing. So it's auto, motorcycles, dirt bikes, you know, BMX, jet skis. We're even talking to the guys who run the lawnmower racing association down in Florida. So it's a, it's for anybody passionate about racing and the idea is to build the community up and we're, we're hoping for a cross pollination. You know, let's say a guy who has a power boat down in the keys and a couple bucks in his pocket, sees a, a kid out in Iowa is trying to get his, his cart to the track this weekend. Maybe he'll, he'll be able to, you know, fuel him and help him out with that. A couple differentiators about us is, you know, we look at it from the, the racers or the enthusiasts point of view. So one thing we didn't like about crowdfunding as it is, are these limits of time or an amount raised, you know, this is evergreen. You, you put it up there and, and somebody fuels you, you can pull that money out the next day if you want and, and use it for what you need uh, for your racing world. So that's one thing, you know, you don't have to hit a certain goal to get your money. And if you don't get it by a certain date, that's not in play here either. Secondly, and I want to stress this part back to the giving back to racing is, you know, a lot of these larger platforms will take anywhere between five and 9%. And that's on top of, you know, the third party processor, uh, like we pay, like we use to, to take, they take like three or two or 3%. We're going to take only five, but we're only going to keep four. We're going to take 1% of all fueling exchanges and put it in an escrow account. And then we're going to keep an eye on social media and, and things like, you know, a guy's trailer caught on fire on the way to the track or someone's tools got stolen or a track got flooded you know, or what have you, any kind of hardship that we see out in the racing community, we are going to just send them a check. You know, nice. here's a check from your friends at Pit Fund. And yeah. if you'd like to share this experience, great, but there will be no strings attached to it. We want to always let people know that we're in this with them. It's a, it's a community thing. We want to be part of the community. Nice. And more importantly, we want to help the community. Sounds awesome. Win, win, win all the way around. Yeah. Very, very nice. Agreed. And- and the people that can find this at pitfund.com, is that correct? You got it. There you go. Pitfund.com. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Chris's show notes page on the Cars Yeah website. If you love racing, you just want to help somebody in racing, you need some help in racing, check out pitfund.com. Very, very cool. I'm going to be sharing this on my social media as well. For I know I have a lot of followers who are into racing out there, and I've had hundreds of race car drivers on that. the show. Absolutely. Happy to help. Wonderful cause. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Chris. If you were a vehicle, what would Chris be and why? I love this question. It's, uh, you got to check your ego a little bit, but yeah, yeah. I let my mind run with it. You know what I'm, I, I would really love to be is uh, a Ford Raptor. Oh. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's multi-use. It's, it'll kick butt on the road or off-road. It looks a little mean, but it's pretty as well. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I think that would be the vehicle that I, I most relate to. And, you know, it's got a lot of power under the hood, but if you look at it, it, it doesn't have to tell you it has a lot of power under, yeah. the, under the hood. Yeah. So without being conceited or uh, seen as a jerk, <laughs> that, that's the one I would go with. Well, nicely said. And uh, there's going to be a Raptor in my neighborhood here really soon. My next door neighbor, Bill, just ordered one. Looking well, forward to that truck showing up in his driveway so I can go over there and get a ride. Maybe he'll let me drive. What do you think, Bill? Maybe, maybe, hint, hint. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. My buddy Brian just bought one and I see him around town and I'm like, man, that looks good. And he, he's just 
over the moon happy with it too. So well, that, that, that kind of came to my mind. Well, yeah. when I go over there to walk Bill's dog today, a little warden who I walk every day, I will say, hey, guess what? We talked about you on Cars Yeah today and your Raptor. Very cool. He'll get very all excited. Cool. Very, very nice. Well, Chris, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right, 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom-patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Hey, this is Mark Green. Are you interested in selling online and building a sustainable business? Bonanza is a marketplace platform that empowers you to create your dream business. Getting started at Bonanza is easy. You can start fresh or import your items from other marketplaces like Amazon, eBay, Etsy, or Shopify. Auto parts and accessories are a high-performance category at Bonanza, and there's no risk involved in signing up. There are no listing fees or monthly fees. You pay only when you make the sale. Bonanza listens to seller feedback and uses it to improve tools and build new features, so there are tons of customization options for sellers no matter what the size of your business. Be sure to sign up using the link bonanza.com slash cars yeah and you'll receive a free consultation with Bonanza experts who make sure that you are on your way to generating sales. That's bonanza.com slash cars yeah. All right, Chris, we are back and we're entering the last lap since we're talking about racing today. You know what that means? The white flag's out. Time to put our foot into it and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick Blips of the Raptor Throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Uh, got it from my father. You know, when I when I got my truck, he his in, there's snow and ice here in Connecticut. So his uh, the best advice I've ever gotten about driving is four wheel drive will get you going, but it will not stop you. <laughs> yes. Is that why I see all those pickup trucks in the ditch? The few times it snows where I live here. <laughs> That's a good. Yeah, good they all think they can go right through, but you know what? Nope. I don't think so. Most yep. of them had the wrong tires on anyway. So that's another key aspect. Now, would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Yeah, sure. So you always look for the good in people. Always try to learn from whoever you're talking to or whatever you're doing. And, uh, you know, I've got two daughters, uh, 19 and 21. And, you know, I tell them all the time, even if they're in a class or a seminar or something like that, and they kind of roll their eyes, I say, listen, if you can learn one thing out of this, then it's worth your, your while. So yes. um, always look for the good and always look to learn. That's what I would say. Nicely said. This is a perfect opportunity for you to give a little shout out to Robert Minnick of the uh, RPM group. He's the one that connected us here today. He's a promoter of people that 
are in the automotive hobby, and perhaps one day he'll be a guest here on the show. So thank you, Robert, for making that connection. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Robert. He's uh, He's been a, a pretty good influence on us here at, at Pit Fund in, in the early days and getting the word out and helping us make connections. But you know, when you talk about somebody who lives his passion, you, when you talk to Robert, you know he loves cars. Yes. You know, he, he loves cars. He loves the car community. And he's just got immense experience. And uh, if you get a chance to talk to Robert about cars, you're a lucky person. Absolutely. And I understand you're going to be meeting with him in a couple of days here. So give him a big hello and uh, a little nudge to uh, contact me so we can get him on this show. Now, how about a resource? Uh, obviously, Pit Fund is an awesome resource. Is there another resource you'd like to share with our listeners? That's the only one I'm thinking about lately. I'm <laughs> I go think with so. That. There you go. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Self-promotion is what we encourage here at Cars. Yeah, we're all about sure. making things happen. So again, I'll make sure I yep. put a link to that on Chris's show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com. Type in Chris Muller, M-U-L-L-E-R. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that individual be? I would say uh, I would really like to sit down with one of the team owners in NASCAR. You know, while Pit Fund is not meant for that level of racing, you know, we would love to have them involved in the community. But to sit down with someone like Joe Gibbs or, or Roush or any of those guys and really kind of pick their brains, not only about racing and what makes uh, racing business successful, but just, you know, they're all just such super successful people. And I've only heard good things about them. So yeah. I would love to sit down with those, with those, one of those guys, if not more, and just talk racing, business, um, entrepreneurship, and what else, you know, yeah. life. I would yeah. love to just talk to them. That would be cool. Now, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading as well? A book that I, I really valued reading. It was right around when my children were small, too. And it's not a downer. A book called The Last Lecture. It's, it was by a professor at Carnegie Mellon when he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And uh, it's all about looking back on his life and what his life might have been. Or what I took away from it was more how to live your life. You know, if you're blessed enough to, to be healthy and, and live a life with your family and your friends, just take value in everything that you're experiencing and everyone you know and things like that. I'm also, I just started reading Principles by Ray Dalio, which I'm uh, really enjoying, but early on stages, so stay tuned on that one. Okay, very cool. Well, I'll remind our listeners, this is a great place on the Cars Yow website called Guest Recommended Books, where these two books and all the thousand plus books uh, recommended by my uh, inspiring automotive enthusiasts are listed, and there's quick, easy clicks to buy. There's a wonderful resource tool there on the Cars yeah! website, just go to the resources tab and it will pop right up. All right, we are up to the checkered flag, Chris. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car in the world. Money's no object, but there's a couple rules. You can only have this one car. You've got to drive it, no garage queens, and you can't sell it to fund pit fund or go buy other cars with. So that little trick's off the table because I want you to enjoy this thing and use it as cars are meant to be used. So what can I buy you today? Uh, this is going to throw you a little bit, I think. Okay. You know, I'm not going to go exotic or high power or anything like that. I've always wanted and dreamed of having an old Willys Jeep that actually saw action in World War II. Wow, okay. And I'll tell you why. A, love Jeeps, but B, I'm a history guy, and I appreciate history and everything that the people who fought the war went through and things like that. But, you know, I like to say I like to feel history, like 
when you walk in the Ford Theater in D.C., you can feel that electricity of what happened there. And yeah. I've been to Gettysburg a few times, and you can just feel it. So if I could have something that I could touch and drive and feel the appreciation for history, that would be the vehicle that I would want. Very cool. Well, you've saved me Have a few coins. Have you ever gotten that one before? No. Well, let me think here. You know, sometimes it's a little hard for my memory here uh, to go back 1,064 people. I, I've heard, I've got some pretty unique answers to that question, but uh, I'm not sh- so sure about, there may be a Willie's Jeep. I'd have to go back and check everyone to be quite honest, but not for the reason that you're quoting here. And I think it's a really noble and an interesting way to answer that question. And of course, uh, there's probably a bunch of those out there that are available even today. And every once in a while, they even come across, you know, crates of them never even been opened. Somebody's hoarded yeah. away or hidden away. So, but you yeah. want one that's seen some action. So, uh, yeah, I think that's important. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful right. thoughts. I love that, Chris. Well, you've taken us on an awesome ride today. I knew you would. I really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better and learning more about Pit Fun. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey. Would you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you drive off over the bumps and the whoop-de-doos <laughs> and that Willie's Jeep? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, that's well put. Um, well, first of all, thank you very much for having me. It's, it's been a lot of fun doing this, and um, I really appreciate the opportunity to reach your audience. And you've just been so professional. I've, I've enjoyed myself oh, immensely. Thank you. Um, my parting shot would be, you know, take your shots. And, and don't hold back. You're, you're going to regret, you know, not doing something you want to do or try or, or dream about. So take those shots in your life and stay positive, stay moving, stay flexible, stay open-minded and, and always try to learn, you know, every day. So if you can come and help us out and build a pit fund community at uh, pitfund.com and on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, what have you, we'd love to have you part of the community and you know, we're, we're always looking for feedback of how to make it better. This platform is built for the racing community. So we want the racing community to help shape it, you know, uh, every day and, and every move we do with that in mind and moving forward. Nicely said. Well, listeners, again, you can find links to everything that Chris has shared today on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just type Chris Muller, M-U-L-L-E-R, into the search bar or Pit Fund. His page will pop right up. Check it out. If you love racing, if you want to support somebody in racing or you need support in racing, check out Pit Fund. This is a very, very cool idea. Chris, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with the Cars Yeah listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Hey, thanks, Mark. I really appreciate it. Look forward to talking in the future. Absolutely. This was great fun. Take care. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? to design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage. It's where your dream garage comes true.
You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.